reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Favorite Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740, but, of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Doing the Favor. With me, as always, he's the sexual, intellectual, double-aged, the Husky heartthrob, leader of the Husky Army, and a man who's $150 richer this week, my man, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Doing well, brother. Doing well. Excited for the show. Uh, coming off a big victory. Went went the distance, wire to wire. Yeah, that was wild, man. I, it was funny because we're, obviously we're talking about the Royal Rumble 2021. I did the live drawing, which everyone saw. I was wearing the goofy Macho Man garb, which, by the way, that was my real hair. A lot of people thought that hair was gimmicked. Like, that was, like, gimmick hair, like a wig. That was actually, like, what I got going on right now. I haven't cut my hair in a while on top. So, yeah, and I actually made fun of Barry, I believe, for getting the number one drawing. Yeah, you saw it. I, I was watching. You said Barry's going to be pissed. And I was. And and I was, we were texting throughout, and I was like, man, I got to see who my 18 is. And when it was Kane, I was like, ugh. I was like, I know he ain't winning, so Edge is my best hope. And he pulled it out. I'll take that 150. Well, I, you know what? And I did like Edge for the Royal Rumble. But then when they announced the drawings, like, well, first, a little bit of controversy. They announced it was going to be Orton 1 and then Edge 2. Which, when I heard that, I was like, okay, these guys are going to pretty much take each other out at some point. And then which could lead to a WrestleMania match or a match of the next pay-per-view or whatever. And then Orton went out and Edge stayed in there. I'm like, hmm. Then you said, well, Orton's going to come back and fuck this up at some point. And... Sure enough, when he came in, I was like, well, there's what Barry said. And <laughs> he kinda, got the reversal. Kind of no-sold the RKO a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like he hit that, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, yeah, I rap. knew it was going to happen. Yeah. And then he, like, reverses it like nothing happened. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, your general thoughts on the Royal Rumble. We don't talk a whole lot of wrestling on here. We, we should probably do that more, actually. <laughs> One of my buddies said that he wants to get on the show with us, and he wants to do a weekly top 25. I'm like, of what? He said, of just rustlers, dude. I'm like, you want me to do a top 25 every week? Yeah, the yeah. list. What the hell are you? What's our list supposed to be? 20, I was like, maybe 10. Yeah. Do like top, top five 10. AEW or top five WWE or top five other whatever. But this motherfucker said, nope. Census 25. Just the whole NXT roster. Just throw it up there. It's fine. Anyway, your thoughts on the Royal Rumble as a pay-per-view? It was pretty good. Um, The Goldberg-Drew McIntyre match was what we expected. Uh, I was really hoping they weren't going to let Goldberg get the win. I was surprised that he actually came and did the job. He did the favor. So that was very cool of him. Uh, the women's rumble, I was equally impressed with uh, Bianca Belair and mm. um, Rhea Ripley. I'll tell you what, though, 
and and I haven't seen a lot of Bianca Belair and stuff. I mean, you've heard about her freakishly. I know she's from Tennessee, Tennessee Volunteer fame. You know, shout out to my balls. But she she is just so freaky athletic that she makes other athletic people look not athletic. Like, if you remember the Rock and Triple H's ladder match, and the Rock is so so much more athletically gifted that he it's like he's you can tell he's slowing down mm-hmm. so Triple H can keep up with him. That's kind of what I saw where Bianca Belair is like, keep, you know what I mean? She's like slowing down and you can tell so the others can keep up with her. It was and that, crazy. That's what I was going to gonna say. I'm so sorry to cut you off. But when you said slowing down, I think that's the one difference. Like that's her big, like one area she's matured in the most. Because like you said, she's so freakishly athletic that a lot of these people aren't going to be able to keep up with her if she, if she, if she's going a hundred. You know what I mean? She's got to dial it down a little bit, find that speed, and find that person she's worked with. She's always going to be the most athletic person in the ring, whatever ring she steps into. That's just, I mean, she's a, like you said, she's a freak. But, I mean, I thought her performance last year at the Rumble in Houston, I thought was amazing. I believe she came out at, I want to say three that time, too, or maybe one. And she went a half hour. I thought she was awesome. This time she was even more awesome. And like you said, young talent like Rhea Ripley. I like that it came down to the final three and that they and that they both threw Charlotte out. I thought that like kept Charlotte super strong, like they needed to team up on her to get her out. And obviously didn't have the predictability of like all Charlotte's last two. It's kind of a nice little twist. I thought it was a beautifully booked rumble. Yeah, same here, man. I was I was impressed. It was a it was a fun pay-per-view. Uh, for me to dip my toes back into the WWE scene. <laughs> yeah, and as far as the other match that like you talked about, um, I haven't watched a ton of WWE lately, so I was a little behind on some of the storylines. I don't understand why uh, Goldberg had to get, or Drew McIntyre had to get Goldberg's respect. Seems a little strange to me, but it was what it was. Who cares? Um, Sasha Banks is one of the best performers in the entire world. She's fantastic. She makes everything, everyone looks so good. And then, of course, Bianca Blair, I, I love the Rumble. The Roman Reigns-Kevin Owens match I thought was great. And then you had that one spot with the uh, with the handcuffs. And I thought that spot was just fucked from the start. There's Sometimes there's moments, I thought that was such a good match that it was very easy to, like, suspend my disbelief. And then they do the the... The handcuff spot, and I'm supposed to believe that Roman can't get to his feet. Like, he can't stand up on his feet and somehow, like, break the count. You know, well, so thought, and then they had the botch with the, with the cuffs. They had to stop the count at six. That's what I was going to say, is the ref's like, six. And then he's still down there for 15 more seconds, yeah. and it's like, eh. I thought that whole part of the match was snake bitten, and it kind of took a I thought the match was going fucking amazing. Until that sequence of events happened, and I was like, oh, "Okay, well, you know, it's rusting happens." I didn't, but I just didn't like the idea that Roman can't get up; like he has to stay laid down because he's handcuffed to that thing at the bottom of the at the base of the pole, or the fuck it was. Like, I'm not half the athlete that dude is, and I could have got to my feet and bent down and broke the count. 
Yeah, well, it's so. it's wrestling though. It's we yeah. we had to. Uh, there's no instant. Uh, not uh, what is that? No reduce. You're, right. They're live. Right. <laughs> and that. And then the the men's Royal Rumble I thought was really good. In fact, I have my list right here. Um. Yeah, I thought that I thought the Edge coming through. I thought the, the Christian coming out was amazing mm-hmm. to me. Just because I'm. I was always fans of those guys, so I thought it was cool to have them both in Rumble. Then you had the final four with you know three guys in the ring, which was Daniel Bryan, Edge, and uh, Christian. That's pretty amazing. Think about that, like you know, four years ago. Tell somebody that was going to happen. That's not doable. So very cool. Uh, Carlito making an appearance. I thought that was awesome. Carlito is on that. Uh, he's on those foreign substances. No drug test there, bro. <laughs> no, I thought he looked, but he looked surprisingly good, and that was really cool. Um, and apparently, he's coming back. He's gonna do some part-time stuff, which you know, you had MVP come back last year. That's the main name people are comparing. So I thought that was cool, you know. Um, and he looked great. Christian looked amazing. I thought. I mean, he dude had abs coming out. Of course, these guys haven't been working, work out, but uh, I thought Matt Riddle had a strong showing. Yeah. It was cool to see Kane. What the fuck have they done to Otis? Man, that dude went from literally being on top of the world to just a, a and he was still getting cheers. Like kind of makes out. you think that maybe he should kind of makes you think that he maybe he should have been on top of the world to begin with. But they do that, man, and that's the crazy <laughs> that's the crazy thing. Is yeah, this dude yeah. This dude comes out, he gets pops. Dude, he gets pops. He did the worm. He did all that. And was getting I mean, cheered, and then so you're out. All the things you just said, you could say the same thing about Scotty Too Hotty. They've turned him into a fat Scotty Too Hotty. Yep. So, They're going to get him some airbrush Dominic, pants, and he's going to I think Dominic Mysterio is super talented. Uh, Bobby Lashley is a... Uh, freak, but I did like that it took about five or six of them to get him out. Like, I know a lot. Some people were mad that he didn't last longer or whatever, but I mean the way they got him out, he looked like an absolute machine, right? So you know, I thought that was cool. Uh, AJ, I like the spot where his bodyguard was catching him. Yeah, what's yeah. that? Colossus or something's that guy's name? I don't know his name. Fucking looks like Taco Fall. <laughs> Yeah, that was, uh, a, that Braun, was a good spot. Braun coming out at 30, Seth coming out at 29. Those guys are making comebacks. Braun looks in really good shape. I'll give him that. He fucking... Uh, there's no potential piece of shit there. He is. <laughs> we yeah. didn't forget, dog. We didn't forget. And then, you know, I felt like overall the response was positive from Royal Rumble. I wasn't on... I was on Twitter a lot, but not... I don't know. I don't. I wasn't reading it. I was just kind of tweeting. I kind of read a lot of it the next day. A lot of people were mad that Edge won. Uh, you know, I don't think that Edge is that far fetched of a, you know that I. I think he's believable as a winner. I like Edge. You know, he's, dude can't. Dude went 57 minutes. All his matches he's had to come back have been a long time, except for his match on Raw last night. I think he looks really good. And he said he's going to be on TV every week till, till WrestleMania. So that's really cool. He's going to be on NXT tomorrow night. That should pop a nice rating for him. So, it's, you know, I'm all for it. Christian's going to be doing some stuff. Carlito's going to be doing some stuff. 
one of my favorite things about the Royal Rumble is I think it's like a bit of a pop culture phenomenon. And I think that like it's one of the funnest days, like day of on Twitter, as far as like people who don't normally watch wrestling will watch wrestling that day. In fact, I had a little glitch during the, the Rumble because I had given my network password out to a few people and all of a sudden it reached its max and it cut me off. I had a text couple and say text couple and say, Hey fellas, y'all gotta sign out. Daddy can't watch it. But it was it was fun. It, I guess their next paper is probably what, Extreme Rules? I think so, yeah. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it though. It wasn't as bad without the crowds I thought it was gonna be. So I thought that was the one show that really like kind of relied on the crowd as far as the counts and the pops and things like that. But I thought they um they had the you know the, the Thunderdome looks looks not terrible, and I thought they simulated the crowd noise a lot too with the counts and such. So wasn't bad. Yeah, like I said, I it was a good way to dip uh, dip my toes back in on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, I'll probably check in on some Raws and Smackdowns and hearing that, but good show. All right, move on to what we normally talk about here, and that's figs and merch. Enough of our bullshit wrestling opinions, right, Barry? That's right. You didn't tune in to hear us talk about wrestling. Ha. <laughs> um, yeah, a few things to talk about here. Uh, Zombie Sailor Toys is kind of expanding his uh, retro line. So I'm not sure how many of these things he's going to be doing. I think he just has, like, rough drawings. I think Ron Rudat did the drawings. But it's uh, Bruiser Brody. Sabu and Danhausen, which we talked about Danhausen, I believe, last week. Yep. So Barry, you saw the drawings and you were pumped for the Bruiser Brody. Yeah, the I'm a, man. I can't tell you those uh, Char Pro Brodies, um, the deluxes and things like that that are like 250, 300 bucks. Like I've been so close at like one, two in the morning to buying one. <laughs> you don't even you don't even drink. You drank you yeah. on those things. Right. It'd be fucking bad. But uh <laughs> to get a to get a reasonably priced figure of Brody that I'm sure look phenomenal, uh I'm excited for. And I'll I'll probably have a couple. That's awesome. Retro's obviously retro's Hasbro's big thing, so it's it's cool. And I like to kind of match up the air with Bruiser Brody because he was in if he would have you know went to WWF at that time, he would would have been in that line, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, had he survived and everything would have been different, of course, obviously. But a lot of what-ifs there, which is sad. Uh, Jeremy Padauer is, well, today on Twitter, said he had some images for Series 5, AEW. Which, you know, I, I thought, oh, awesome. You know, he's going to have it ready for us for the show. Well, then he said they're going to be here tomorrow. So, by the time you hear this, you will probably already have seen the images. But I think what's been happening is you'll see a leak of a back of a box, and then like two days later, you'll see pictures. So I think they're leaking out their own images, which is cool. But so Ty sent me a picture that's going around on on social media right now. It's off Instagram, off an account. I'm just going to spell it. H-A-O-T-I-A-N-Y-U underscore. And on the back of the box, you have... John Moxley, it looks like he's holding the AEW World Championship. You have Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. They have AEW Tag Team Championships. 
Hangman, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy. Your thoughts? Uh, when these the first line got announced, we had talked about Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, and and how toyetic they are. Both of and, them, yeah, yeah, and super excited to see what they can do. You know, with that. I mean, that is, that's just, I'm, like I said, I'm excited to see how they look. You know what I mean? And what they can do. Scorpio Sky, we've talked about many times. Cool dude. So, so happy that he's getting a figure. Uh, Frankie Kazarian as well. I mean, again, uh, just excited that these guys who you normally would not get figures of you probably would never even see. I think, you know, the figure world, I think, is starting to get hot again as more and more companies are popping up and more and more indie guys are getting figs. Ethan Page, um, you got Nick Aldis. Yeah. Brody. I mean, these are, it's starting to pick up, man, and I'm excited, like super excited. Yeah, with the dudes that like cello toys, like you said, or zombie sailor toys, the fact that they're um, getting into the the retro game, we'll call it, is is awesome. In fact, that these guys, who, I mean, this that's been my whole thing with AEW, just because it's still it's still new and fresh, is guys that we saw on the indies, or we saw at a Ring of Honor show, or we saw on High Spots Network, now have real figures that we can go at, well, supposedly go into Walmart, Target, and buy. I think that's really cool. So. Luchasaurus, I, I look for, as far as the chases, I look for uh, Hangman and Moxley. It'd be cool to get in maybe an SCU chase, though, for both those guys. Yeah, that'd be cool. But also cool to probably get the tag team championships. So I think there's a there's a lot to like there. All right, Barry, I'm going to let you take this part of the show right here real quick. This okay. is the, we're going to ringside collectibles right here, and we have a pre-order for UFC Ultimate Series One. I'm gonna go ahead and let you talk about them real quick. Okay, we got uh, first off, of course, you got Conor McGregor and his uh, proper twelve whiskey. <laughs> uh, but no, you get an extra set of hands, you get another head, uh, and of course, he's the self-proclaimed champ champ he was at the time so you get two belts um you have jorge masvidal the bmf title you actually get the bmf title which is very cool uh you get another head where he's got the cornrows you get another set of hands uh francis and knockout artist uh been you know shot shot some punches and shit with teddy atlas tyson uh, you basically get an extra head and an extra set of hands. Um, Uriah Faber, the original California kid, came out to California Love. Uh, that's a very cool legend series, basically. Um, you get a shirt, you get an extra head with cornrows, and you get an extra set of hands. Uh, the Lioness, Amanda Nunes, um, known for absolutely obliterating ronda rousey huge fan of hers uh two belts 
knocked out Chris Cyborg. Uh, right now, she is the she's the shit, man. She's the she's the best in the world, at the female division. Uh, then you got the you know the last the last Airbender there, man. The the style bender, Israel Adesanya. Um, pound for pound, one of the baddest dudes in the world. Uh, you get an extra set of hands, and uh, you get the belt, and you get an extra head with sunglasses, and you even have a chase here uh, with Masvidal. Um, it, it looks like a younger Jorge Masvidal uh, with an extra set of hands, uh, shirt, and it looks to be one of one thousand. Um, as people know, he got basically famous. He fought in the backyards with Kimbo Slice. He was in Kimbo Slice's, uh, backyard fighting organization. And he knocked Ben Askren out in five seconds. But, uh, very cool. A lot cooler than the first, uh, last set they came out with the USC figures. Right here, Axel Barkin. He's feeling better. So that that, thought that was a, out ultimate series. Thought that, was a, thought that was a really good breakdown, man. I tried, and, you know, I try to add in when Ronda Rousey gets knocked senseless. I'm gonna show you a little bit of USC knowledge I have now. Uriah Faber, I believe he's working out in Sacramento with my boy Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, him and uh, Cody Gar, no love, are uh, boys, they're buddies. Cody and Garbrandt grew up. Uh, the town over from me, uh, big celebrity back home. Of course, everybody has a, a Cody Garbrandt story, whatever. He's a lot younger than me, obviously. I don't know the dude. Heard the name. He was in high school tearing shit up. I believe he won state when he was a freshman in wrestling. Also was a boxer. So. Yeah, Golden Gloves uh, boxer. He, um, on the Ultimate Fighter show, um, he kind of, I don't think he was really big yet a name, um connor was coaching against uriah and um connor was basically talking shit to everyone saying who's gonna do something and cody said i'll fucking do something <laughs> and jumped up pushed him and the shit was on so yeah i mean then after that of course he you know he beat dominic cruz etc for the belt very cool moment and yeah yeah, I actually went to B-Dubs for the fights that night. That was awesome. That was a big moment for dudes back home. Yorksville, Ohio, 922, stand up. Throw it up. <laughs> throw the shit up. You want help, call 911. You want trouble, call 922. That's what they say back home. Huge. Um, also up for pre-order, the TNT Cody Rhodes ringside exclusive. It is $35. I think it's very cool looking. You get Cody with the TNT belt, and I like the nice little touch that it was. It's the unfinished version of it. We'll call it the pandemic version. Before they had the gold on it, it was a silver, which apparently, well, not apparently. Of course, we know that version's been retired for Goldie, uh, Brody, Brody Lee. Yeah, thirty-five dollars. It's on back order right now till mid-June. Head scan looks looks pretty good. We got two of them here. Extra head, you get the weight belt, you get the uh, American Nightmare shirt, extra the hands, and of course the TNT Unfinished Championship. I think this looks great. 
Yeah, and it's not a bad thirty-five bucks. It's basically an ultimate edition. Um, I like it. Also, we have. I think the packaging looks great too. That's one that definitely would look good on display with the double or nothing behind him with the fire, with the pyro. I think it looks awesome. AEW Unrivaled Series Four is up for pre-order. Uh, Kenny Omega's twenty-six bucks. Cody Rhodes twenty-six bucks. Sammy Guevara twenty-nine. Matt Hardy twenty-eight. Santana twenty-nine. Ortiz twenty-nine. And you can get the Ortiz Santana two-pack for fifty-seven. And you know you get the uh, Cody Rhodes, you get the get the Matt Hardy, you could get the Chase. So be on the lookout for that. Barry, you got anything else for news, brother? That's it, man. That's all I see. Let's talk about a little legwork. Guys, use the hashtag legwork to let us know what you're finding on the internet. What you're, and you know, it's not, it's not fucking finger work. It's legwork. It's effort. You know what I mean? Anything you do, if you have to walk to the doorstep to get it, you're using your legs, homies. But, yeah, go to doingthefavorite.com. Go to the legwork section. We have a buy, sell, trade section over there. But use hashtag legwork on the internet. Let us know what you're finding. It's a good <clears throat> good tool that everyone kind of uses. To look, with BrickSeek, I'm sorry, PopFinder being out for Target. I'm stumbling over my words. Easy for me to say. It's very it's a very nice tool on the internet to let people know what's hitting stores. So I will go first. We have heard stories of uh, Master Universe Series 5 hitting Walmart. That's the one with Macho Man and Becky Lynch. So be on the lookout for that. For me personally, I did end up getting an Ultimate Edition of Hollywood. I just I haven't I just couldn't resist, man. Wizard. Don't know what I'm gonna do with it though. I don't know if I want to keep it. I got a buddy that's kind of bugging me for it. He wants it. He's having trouble finding it. Actually, I was at Target earlier and saw two of them on the page still. So I don't know if it's super hard to find. I haven't looked see what it's reselling for or anything, but. Seemed like people want it. Did get that. Also, I saw um, another two sets of Series 80 hit Target by my house. Rocky Johnson still sitting on the pegs, too, by the way. That's awful. There were two per case, and there's three of them sitting up there still. I was up there about two hours ago. Um, Our boy Ty, the Ohio player, needed that Kevin Owens, I'm guessing, for Dominic. Who cried at the end of the Royal Rumble, by the way, because Randy Orton didn't win. Dominic, if you knew that I won 150 bucks, it'd bring a smile to your face like it did mine. <laughs> Jeremy Ball won the Bianca Blair, the women's, by the way, and he was the last person to enter. So Disrespectful. Um, end up having to pick up in... Eric from the Viking Raiders, or whatever the fuck they're called these days. War Machine. Picked out for Cody Baker. Also, for Cody Baker, I picked up a Royal Rumble Titus and Royal Rumble Stone Cold. Boxes were beat to shit. Didn't see Ultimate Warrior, didn't see Umaga. So, I would have got Stone Cold if one... They had two Stone Colds and one Titus. I would have got one of the Stone Colds if the box was in good shape. But it was beat to hell. So... So now for Cody Baker, I have an Eric, I have a Titus O'Neil, I have a Stone Cold, and I got a WrestleMania ring cart Andre sitting on my dining room table for him. (laughs) 
I mean, Cody Baker's going to have to start charging uh, trans because of the he's way. Got he's got himself an inventory going here. I tell you what, I know we get on, um, we always tease Greco about being a vulture. That Cody Baker boy, don't sleep on him. He's got yeah, some yeah. vulture. He's got some vulture tendencies as well. I love it. I was gonna say if he can't get it, he knows a guy. He knows a guy. Yeah, he's got connections, <laughs> which is great. I mean, I'm glad I can help. He's a good dude. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of people that you know don't have access to as many targets and WalMarts as I have. You know, so they have. You know, he lives in Zanesville, so they probably got what one, maybe two targets, maybe two. He probably has to drive to Newark, which is half hour, 40 minutes away. Yeah, I, I have to drive an hour to mine. So each either way. So yeah. So didn't see much else. I did see another uh, basic series 114. I saw the Rhea Ripley again. Legends series seven uh, Heenan all over the place. Still eight Legend series eight. I did have seen a couple Eddies and a couple of Mr. Uh, Wonderfuls. Hanging on pegs. The, the wonderful kind of leans to one side. A little heavier that's on the one side than he is the very other. Very disrespectful. <laughs> um, other than that, bought some cards. Tops Chrome 2020 baseball. Didn't really pull shit. Paid $20 for a blaster box. I, had, I knew cards were hot, people have been telling me. And then I've kind of seen it for myself. Uh, I've seen blaster boxes disappear within minutes i've heard stories of a lady telling me uh, one of the distributors here that people were waiting for her to open up boxes so they could get the blaster boxes she said she had 10 dudes waiting for her so if these dudes know when they're getting here then it's gonna be really hard to get these cards yeah it's it's a wrap on cards (laughs) yeah other than that that's uh pretty much all i got yeah, for me, like just to kind of follow up what you were saying, man. Like I said, um, I was in a Walmart and I seen legit probably six, seven guys standing over in that section. I was like, "What the hell are they doing?" This is before I even realized. And a guy said that they're looking for <laughs> they're looking for the cards. The guy that set the cards, and I was like, "You got to be kidding!" And then I seen what these cards and shit are selling for these blaster boxes. And I was just like, my goodness, like a black, a blaster box of Panini prisms is like 20 bucks and they're reselling for like 85. So that's the, yeah, the tops crumb I got to say was reselling for 50 and they also had a sign up said limit two per person. Now, see, I haven't seen any signs out here yet. That's, you know, I don't know how they'll play that, but I mean, I've, uh, I've vultured some NBA hoops, uh, premium stock, and uh, I took them all. I ain't even going to fucking lie about it. Because <laughs> I knew somebody else was going to. So I did it. So if you guys were down there looking for those, they were gone. Your boy mm-hmm. took them all. But, uh, man, like I said last week, I uh, purchased the NWA TV title. And it arrived on Friday. And... uh I, I messaged you. I said, man, we got, I, I kind of want to wear it to Walmart. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, 
<laughs> it's a pretty fucking belt. I'll say that. I've been uh, very excited, very uh, happy to have it. Um, unfortunately, it is. It's so nice that I kind of now need the U.S. title to go with it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. And but I ain't got nowhere to put the, all this shit, man. Like that's the <laughs> that's the problem. Is it's like I got and like I got to go through figures. We got to do giveaways. Uh, I mean, I got just so much stuff that I it just there's nowhere to put it. And so we're gonna have to start uh, starting giveaways back up and selling stuff. Like it's just gonna be crazy. On a side note, Fred Van Fred Van Vliet has 54 points. Freddie Van Vliet's got 54. Yep. He had 46 and three quarters. 11 for 13 from the three-point line. Jesus. Talk about that on the sports show. Damn. Right? right? Undrafted Freddie Van Vliet out of Wichita State out there giving it to him. Um, Let's go over to shop AEW. Let's look at some new arrivals real quick. First one we have here, we have Shanna. Game on. Looks kind of like an anime shirt a little bit. Not bad. AEW Midweight Fleece Shorts, 30 bucks. This is interesting. AEW Logo Shirts, 50% off. Okay. In parentheses, it says 2019 colors. You think they're changing the logo? That's what it sounds like to me. And and as you go down further, a lot of that stuff's 50% off. Well, they have the embroidered patch, which they just put out, which is what they would call 2019 logo. And some of the shirts have the AEW logo on it. But yeah, the AEW logo premium varsity zip hoodie, $24.99. AEW black logo tribal and gray shirt arena overstock, $14.99. That's interesting to me. Yeah, I'm... I'm curious myself as to where that's going to go. Then you got AEW Beach Break Event T, which I believe is next week. Dark Order 10 has his own shirt. And the Gun Club has a Gun Club headband. And apparently Austin Gun has bars. That's what it looks like to me. I haven't seen that, but... Now we go to the top sellers for AEW. We'll go to number 10, the Double or Nothing 2020 DVD. Number 9, the Revolution 2020 DVD back in the top 10. Darby Allen Relentless Champ, number 8. Number 7, AEW Logo Premium Varsity Zip Hoodie, which I thought was like on the top 10 a lot of times we did this, right? Yeah. Um, Number 6, Best Friends in Orange Cassidy, Valentine's Day. Number five, Double or Nothing, 2019. Number four, Sting, Justice. Number three, The Elite, For Life. Number two, Sting, The Defender. And the number one selling shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees, I should say, and Shop AEW, which I saw Dobro had on today, the Brody Lee Exalted in Heaven shirt, which all proceeds go into the Huber family. Nice. So, not bad. 
Nothing new in there. Now we'll go to new arrivals over at shopwwe.com. We have a Bad Bunny Royal Rumble poster. Uh, your thoughts on Bad Bunny? <laughs> not not a fan. Uh, so I know it exists. Like I'm not a, like a Bad Bunny fan or anything. He was the most downloaded artist of 2020. Did you know that? I don't even know who he is. He's um Puerto Rican rapper. <laughs> okay. But he's he's a huge international star. Huge. So I I saw a lot of people like making fun of it. I don't even know what he's saying. That's because you only he only, you only speak one language, dude. Like I I'm just not a fan. Like I I'm I just don't know much about his music. I haven't got into it. I'm sure it's okay. I have no idea. I don't I don't speak Spanish, so I don't really know what he's saying. But that's not I don't know. Right. I don't think that's like a reason to insult somebody. No, I'd <laughs> roll up on him and say, Como estas, homie? I thought it was like that's just a very like naive American thing to say. Is like, why don't you know what the hell he's saying? Well, see, I got. He, see, I that got doesn't my mean past. he's not good. That doesn't, doesn't mean he's not good. He could be saying awesome shit. You just don't know. Yeah, and see, I got my past from Ray and Wando. Right. So I mean, I'm cool. Like they translate shit for me. But WWE, big international company, Bad Bunny, who lifelong WWE fan. Has incorporated. He had Ric Flair in one of his videos before, and Booker T in his newest one. Not bad. As long as you, know, they're talking about him having a WrestleMania match. I don't know. I don't know what that would look like. Right. But I'm not mad at the crossover. You know, whatever. Seth Rollins embraced the vision. Authentic shirt. He's back. Braun Strowman back and better than ever. I know you're gonna want one in a 3x. I'm gonna send it up to you. And then pretty much we saw the Bad Bunny poster. They put that on a T-shirt. A full zip hoodie and a women's shirt as well. And also a youth shirt. They went all out with that. Right. Goldberg, Jackhammer Speedway. That's a little dumb. Uh, Goldberg, Fueled by Devastation. It's it's a Goldberg shirt. It's got his typical logo, Goldberg name. Silly logo. Silly saying, I should say. The Jackhammer Speedway is in a three-quarter length sleeve raglan shirt. You have the Daniel Bryan Yes Tree. That's pretty cool. Daniel Ryan Yes Tree Lightweight Echo Hoodie Sweatshirt. Here we go, Barry. Uh, Yoko Zuna Icons T-shirt. Did you watch the Yoko Zuna Icons show on the network? I have not yet, but I've heard great, you, great uh, reviews. I really enjoyed it. I think you would really like it. Well, like backstage, I mean, very rarely in those like little short documentaries they have that you learn anything. But like Yokozuna is somebody who I didn't know a lot about. Like I, you hear stories, you hear, you've heard podcasts about him, shoots and things like people say things in shoot interviews. But like I thought that was very in depth and I really liked it. And see like Rikishi crying and stuff, saying he missed that motherfucker. That was, that was good stuff, man. Uh, there's Yokozuna icons, 24 by 36 poster. New Edge shirt, earn your scars. And that's it. That's where it cuts off. There's that rock statue we talked about last week. Uh, what jumps out at you? What don't you like? What do you like? I like the uh, Yoko shirt. Mm-hmm. Of course, being old school, 
I relate to that. That's very cool. And the Daniel Bryan shirt. I like those two. Same too. I like um, not mad at the Edge shirt. I'm not an Edge fan, but I'm not an Edge hater. Like I appreciate it. he's a legend. Man, people are really some people are really mad that he won the Rumble. I was not one of them. Some people really mad <laughs> in AEW Sting t-shirts that an old man won the Rumble in their words. I I won 150 bucks because that old man. Props to Edge. There's people sitting in an office watching a Royal Rumble with multiple AEW Jericho figures and a Sting AEW shirt on saying they were mad at old man one. Am I painting the picture here for you? You are, and I hope hopefully I'm I'm painting those those three grants that I received. Ulysses S. <laughs> 50, 50, 50. Did uh did you see my tweet about the career changes in WWE for the Royal Rumble? You did. You did. Did you want to did you want to clarify on that at all? Or what happened was is I you know shit's expensive calling to Canada. And I got a hold of him. I was like, look, if you're gonna win, motherfucker, I need you to come out at one. And he rushed down. He beat Randy out of the fucking gorilla position. That's a W in my eyes. <laughs> and Chris Rucker was tore up about it. Did he have a? Did he have two? He did. <laughs> I knew he. I knew that he had a Seth Rollins. Did he have two? I got the fucking paper right here. Yeah, he had two and twenty nine. He did have two and twenty nine. <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? That's a W for your boy. <laughs> oh, let's do some shout outs. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, shout out to uh, Cleaner, Mr. DTF Security himself. And can I tell, by a side note here, Yeah. what can I do to make him and Ty hug and make up? You know, I think what you have to do is just fucking trick them into being in the same place and then just put some food in front of them and be like, now you guys shake hands, <laughs> hug, you guys can have some ice cream and cake. And, you know, I think they'd be all right. Because Cleaner's a rap fan. Ty is CEO of Death Row Records, Death Row Entertainment. They'd get along. <laughs> but watching them go back and forth fuck makes me laugh. It fucking is very enjoyable. They they both throw fucking heaters at each other, and it's fun, it's fun to watch. But we all got to get along. You know what I mean? I don't want to see anybody fucking tase the other one or fucking throw salt in the other one's eyes. You think, you you think, tasing's, in the, you think tasing's in the books here? Heck, listen, Cleaner's a, a security guy. He keeps a, a steady, steady fucking uh, stock of weapons. He could tase Ty, but Ty might not fill it. He could hulk up. But yeah, those those dudes are fucking comedy. Hilarious. Um Brian Breaker. Uh big underscore Bane. Shout out to, you know, them. 
Um, I actually sent them an email um, over our tag match the other day where you had 114 degree temperature. I had gout gout in my ankle. And we still went out like warriors, got cheated out of our belts. But we'll get those back. I mean, we ain't, you know, we ain't tripping. We'll be back for our titles. And we're still the first. Like, so you can't even, can't take that from us. We carried the company to glory. I'm I'm good. That's all you got for shout outs? <laughs> That's it. I just want to talk about, and my win. I want to thank all you for donating your $10. Man, that shit filled up quick, too, by the way, didn't it? It did. I put out a tweet, and I was like, all right, before I, I put out a tweet, I was thinking about doing it. And then I was like, all right, before I make, like, official tweet and I get a bunch of people who I don't know, let's, like, make a little group chat with some of the homies first, and then we'll go from there. I mean, it filled up with a quickness. It filled up so quick. The, the men's one, we did the men's and the women's, is I forgot to put myself in the men's rumble. So, which I had to boot the last person out, which was Rachel, and put her in the women's rumble. She understood, though. She had whatever like a whatever like a fart in church. She had some snarky comments towards you. I, I heard them. But shout out, um, fully posable Jeff and Scott, obviously the OGs. Uh, Breaker and Bane over at Breaker and Bane Power Hour. Steve and Eric over at Positively Pro Wrestling. I didn't win their fucking. They had a men and a women's pool. It was, I think it was just like they did like a little like side group chat thing. And the same dude won both. And he, he cheated to do that. I'm sure he did. Uh, Justin Summers up at Wrestling Cheer. He's an Ohio player. Good Browns fan. Love him. All the Ohio players. There's too many to name. Not going to try. Uh, Drew and Kate Vensel, Tales from the Estate. Everybody checked out that podcast. It's fucking amazing. And also my one of my new favorite podcasts is Brian Breakers. You know it's fake, right? I love that podcast. So that's, I just love hearing, he, I mean, he's, he's a natural anyway, as far as talking to a microphone, but the fact that you get somebody else who's in the business and they talk about their experiences, it's just, it's, I don't know, man, it's really cool. So, and Conrad Thompson has a new podcast, the current angle show. It's going to be out on Sunday. I don't know how this dude has time to do anything. Well, he's got Chris Hero too. Can Chris Hero save wrestling? Well, they got all the stuff on the uh, ad free shows. Yeah. So yeah, it's that's good stuff. All right, um, all right, Barry, take us home. That's it. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at bfrost28. Eric, drop the credentials, sir. You can follow me on Twitter at ericbrown740. But of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching at doing the favor. Go to doingthefavor.com for links to our merch, our past podcasts, links to articles, uh, buy, sell, trade. There's been some stuff going on. I believe there's a Ray Phoenix up on there for sale right now. Another guy's posted various elites, so check that out as well. And thank you to whatamaneuver.net for um, being a platform for our merch. We really appreciate that. Absolutely. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. And have a good night. And Rustling Toy Tracker. I always, I'm so sorry. Rustling Toy Tracker. They do amazing work. It's an amazing website. RustlingToyTracker.com. They're gonna give you a a rough estimate price on uh, Hasbro's, Retros, LJNs, Galoobs, Defining Moments, Bendems. It's a great, great, great tool to have in your toolbox if you guys are out doing legwork. So check that out. Absolutely, and great guys over there as well. And uh, for sure, very much a 
a huge, huge uh, help to us and our fig hunts and our leg work and all that good stuff. So with that, thank you guys again for tuning in. Good night and God bless. Yeah. Peace. It goes one, two, three into the foe. Erica Barrier up with ETF and that's for show. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live Shit, we'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.